Welcome back to the Attract and Energize podcast. I'm Allie Bauer, a student at Dartmouth College working to discover the most balanced and happiest version of myself. In sharing my experiences, I hope to entertain and inspire you wherever you are in your journey. Hi everyone, welcome to or back to my podcast. Before we get started today, I would just like to remind you as I did last episode to donate and sign petitions to support abortions if you are able to and if you have access. I will, as I did last time, link some resources in the show notes if you are kind of struggling with where to look. So thank you so much for doing that. And then the other thing that I just want to say before we hop right into the episode is that I do still have a concussion for those who are wondering. And like I said last time, just bear with me because I'm a little a little slower than usual. So um, that being said, we're going to get right into the episode. I am excited because today I am going to be talking about kind of how I'm feeling with everything. A lot of you know that I just finished my first year in college. I go to Dartmouth, which is a smaller liberal arts college in New Hampshire. Uh, I really like it. However, I've just been struggling a bit lately with what I want to do, specifically at Dartmouth. And I think this is totally normal. I mean, I'm 19 years old. I'm not supposed to know what I want to do with my life. But I think that's something that's been really hard for me to wrap my head around is that all of high school I felt like I had everything figured out. I knew what I wanted to do. If you listen to my episode about the renewable energy legislation that I passed, um, obviously that's a huge deal. And I've always been super environment and I've always been super science. And I just kind of was talking to one of my friends on the phone today, shout out Yvonne, and I... I was telling her that I just had this crazy, crazy moment the other night. And before I talk about that crazy moment, create some suspense here, I just want to chat about why I feel like I have had that crazy moment. And I feel like in college, I have not been able to rely on my intuition as much as I have in the past. And I was thinking about why that might be. And there was a very clear answer to me. I feel like I am the most intuitive and the most attached to my most authentic self when I am able to take a step back from distractions and other things and just kind of have a moment with myself. And I feel like a lot of times throughout college, you know, as as many do, I really did not have a lot of alone time, whether I was in the room even at night just sleeping with my roommate or something like that. It was it was kind of an interesting change because I feel like I was so independent in high school and to go from basically doing everything by yourself um, to doing everything with other people, even living going to school, and then together on the weekends and stuff like that. Um, Even when I would go to the library to study and stuff like that, I'd be studying with other people. So naturally, I was a lot more stimulated, and that kind of caused me to just have a lot more noise in my head. And I feel like when I came back from college, I was still kind of riding that high, And in any free time I would get where I was not, you know, hanging out with my family because I'm living with them this summer, 
I would be calling a friend or listening to music or watching a show or, you know, like listening to a podcast or something like that. And I had so much stimulation as I did in college. And that was kind of blocking a lot of energy from me that was my own. I was taking on so many other people's energies and so many different sources energies, whether that's a show, podcast, music, whatever, that I was unable to really give out my own, like I said. And I just kind of was thinking about that. And I was kind of recognizing this and again, not really acting on it because I was still riding this high as I was finishing college. And I realized something actually the other day after I got my concussion. So we'll go into that story. So I kind of realized where I was at that I wanted to take a step back and kind of slow down. But while that is something that I want to do, it's not always the easy thing to do. So I just kind of kept going with my, you know, like, let's just keep going. Let's just keep going lifestyle that, you know, college kind of ingrained in me. And I was waking up in the morning, you know, listening to something while I got ready, would go out, spend time with my family, go on a hike, do something. Even if I was alone or something like that, I was always doing something. And I went two or three days ago on a hike with my mom. I was really excited. And I was ahead of her um, (laughs) on the hike. And so I was waiting for her. So I decided to climb a tree. And unfortunately, it had just rained. It was a little gross. A lot of the trees were decaying. And I got up to this branch and I was super excited. I was looking down. My legs were dangling off the branch. Uh, It was pretty high up. And I was like, oh, mom, look. She went up to um, grab her phone and take a picture. And she got a picture of me climbing up. And I actually did post it on my Instagram. So if you see in my most recent post, I'll see which day it's from. Maybe that will help give everyone a visual If you go to the post that I did, okay, it says two days ago and today is, okay, it was, it was June 30th. There we go. The post that I did on June 30th, if you look at the fourth picture, you can kind of see me scooting my way up these two trees. And I did that until I was pretty high. You can kind of see where the branch on the left kind of stems off into two and kind of has another branch going on I was up there for some reason I don't know how this was happening I had my legs lodged between the two I had one foot on the tree on the right one foot on the tree on the left and then a small like little branch just fell off and I tumbled down to the left and totally landed like flat on my head I do not know how this occurred And, um, it was just definitely not cute. I, like, rolled down the whole hill. My, my poor mother. Well, first off, you know, she'd not get any pictures. That was totally lame. But my poor mother was freaking out. I mean, obviously, I'm okay. I'm here three days later recording a podcast. But, wow. Wow, wow, wow. It was, it was an interesting one. I convinced my mom that I was fine because I did not want her to worry, but I knew that something was definitely off with my neck and my head, and I was just kind of like, why? 
why did this happen to me? Why now? I was so excited for summer, and now I am sitting alone in a dark basement. I thought back to when I got a concussion in the winter. I had a concussion a few months ago, for those who do not know. And I kind of was thinking about what each situation had in common. And I actually felt a similar way when I got that first concussion right before than I did right before the one that I got. Now, that might have made no sense, but bear with me. I have a concussion. I'm using that as an excuse. (laughs) Anyway, so I was in both of these situations in a state where I was just kind of living life as I like to say I might have mentioned this in another episode I might not have but living life on autopilot where it is an option for you and you know that you can take a step back and do things for you and take time and reflect you have that option but it's easier to just continue with life and just continue stimulating yourself and kind of numbing everything else and just taking other people's energy instead of exuding your own. And that's kind of the state I was at. And in these situations, same as when I got COVID, it's kind of the world telling me to slow down, take a step back, re-ground yourself. I basically have no choice but to take this alone time. I have no choice but to, you know, take time to reflect, take time to listen to my own thoughts and feelings, take time to actually just be and sit and not just be when I'm on a hike, you know, I'm alone, then I have time to think, yes, but I'm still moving. There's something about just sitting and being where you're with yourself and no one else that can give you kind of clarity that you can't get in any other situation. And what I'm trying to say in that is that the other night, I, it was two nights ago, I, this is post-concussion by the way, I was tossing and turning in bed. I was having a hard time sleeping because I haven't been able, I haven't been able to do much during the day, so I've just been sitting still, and so it's really hard for me to sleep after a day of basically just, you know, sitting on the couch, not doing anything, basically sleeping. And so I was just, you know, tossing, turning, and all of a sudden, a voice in my head, I don't even know what it was, just said to me, why do you keep telling yourself that you should study earth sciences at Dartmouth? You don't like it, and it just feels like what you should do and what your high school self wanted you to do because it sounded good. I will say this again. A random voice popped into my head. I was just lost in my own thoughts and told me to stop faking to myself that I liked studying earth sciences. Super crazy. And I'll give you a bit of a bit of background, but I kind of just sat up and was like, you know what? You're exactly right. I don't like studying earth sciences. I want to like it, but I don't. I kind of had this idealized... I guess, idealized expectation of what earth sciences at Dartmouth would be. I had no idea that it was mainly just looking at rocks and things like that and identifying minerals and, you know, not actually doing more of the sciencey things that I really like in environmental work. And this realization was really hard for me to come to, obviously, 
because I have just kind of been suppressing it and suppressing it, especially because all of high school, like I said earlier, I've known, or I thought I knew, what I wanted to do. And for those who have not listened to my other episode, I have always been super involved with environmentalism in... I believe it was when I was 12 or 13, I went on my first backpacking trip. And that was kind of my big moment where I decided, okay, I see how beautiful the world can be. I love being outside. I love breathing in this clean air and getting this moment of clarity, this space, this place where I can connect to the earth, which is, you know, what really controls everything. This is what's keeping us alive. This is what's keeping us healthy. This is what's, you know, ultimately inhabiting not only humans, but all life. And I thought that was so incredible. And so when I went to high school the next year, I started an environmental club with one of my best friends. It was one of the best things I've ever done to this day. And the club grew throughout the years. We got a community garden. We got composters, stuff like that. We hosted fundraisers. Um, But the main thing that our club did was we wrote and passed renewable energy legislation. And that was really, 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 really impactful. And through that whole process, I met a bunch of really cool people from the Sierra Club. I got to work with a lot of um, really influential leaders, specifically female leaders. And I just felt super empowered. I knew that environmental work was my calling. At the same time, because of my background in middle school, I was super attached to the sciences. So not only did I want to do something environmental, but I wanted it to involve science. And I just realized today why that was. I have always been someone who was interested in science and writing. And that's kind of a weird combo because people are usually like, oh, are you STEM or are you um, more like literature and social studies or whatever? And I have never fit into those categories. I've always been strongly writing, not reading, absolutely not, writing and science. And so to have the experience that I did in middle school and come out into what I experienced in high school, which I'm about to talk about, sorry for being vague, I just felt like there was no going back for me. I had to do something that involved science. So what am I referring to, you might be wondering. Well... In eighth grade, I had a science teacher, and it was not just any science teacher. She was very over the top. She had a very big personality. She was pretty strict. She would yell, and she was very honest. And to be completely, completely honest with you, I was terrified with her, or terrified by her, but I also had a super deep respect for her. And I wanted her to like me, and I wanted to do well in her class. So to get into our class, a bit of a backstory, I had to pull some strings. So I have, I might have mentioned this in another podcast. I totally do not know. It's been a minute. But I was a kid who in fourth grade and so on was, you know, like flagged for maybe having a learning disability, stuff like that, found out there was, you know, an eye deficiency, something going wrong with my eyes, which really inhibited my reading. And basically all of school has a lot of reading through textbooks and, you know, just different sources of information, no matter what course or what what, uh, field of study it's in. 
And so that kind of held me back and not only just held me back physically, but emotionally. And I loved the science classes I took in sixth and seventh grade. And for my school, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade were middle school. And so when eighth grade came around, I talked to my parents and my teachers and I said, hey, I would really like to be in the honors class for next year just for science I don't need anything else I would just like to try the honors class for science most people laughed did not really care my parents were super on board which I really appreciate and my mom actually fought for me she was like okay I don't really care if anybody agrees with us or not just give her a shot and so eventually they gave me a shot it was you know really really nice I was very intimidated going into the class because a lot of these kids were, you know, the students who were in the gifted program in elementary school and then just fed right into the higher level courses in middle school. And so I got into this honor science class. I cannot tell you how hard I worked in that class. Everybody else would just show up to class. By the end of the class, the lecture would be over, barely any homework, and they would just be like, oh, cool, I get it. I would go home every single day, go over my notes, teach myself everything, because I genuinely wanted to get it and I didn't get it in the classroom that's always been something for me it's always taken me a little bit longer to learn and having that experience and having to work that hard is something that definitely I don't regret because it got me to where I am now even for the things that I did not have to work as hard for with reading and stuff like that I'm just used to you know overcompensating and so I don't regret anything but my teacher definitely saw that it took me longer than the other kids because I'd always get the questions wrong in class and then a couple days later I would be able to get them perfectly and so I sat down with her at the end of the year and said okay we're going into high school next year I am looking for a recommendation I was wondering if you would recommend me for honors biology which is biology is the freshman course at my high school for science and the options were you know below average and then they had an average and then they had honors and I said you know I've proven I can work really hard to understand things I've proven I'm really interested what do you think and she like I said she's honest and what she said basically crushed my heart and she said to me I'm sorry but I I cannot and I will not give you that recommendation and instead of you know forcing her to give me the recommendation I asked why and she said I'm sorry it just took you a lot longer than the other students I don't really think science is your thing I don't think you'll be able to keep up if I put you in the honors class I don't think the honors science class especially is a good idea for you I don't think it's something you can handle And I don't want to see you, you know, struggling and essentially failing. And I took that really personally because I had worked really hard in her class and she saw that. And she said, you're going to have to work even harder in high school and the other kids are going to have to work hard too for the first time. They're not just going to be able to get it. So if they're going to be working as hard as you are now, what you're going to be putting yourself through is not worth, worth it. I... I just don't think it's a good idea. I'm sorry. And the the fact that she told me that I couldn't do it 
was something that obviously bothered me but the fact that she told me that going into any type of high level science class was a bad idea for me specifically just crushed all of my dreams I grew up watching movies about women in science and stuff like that and I've always I've always felt like that was something that really resonated with me and so I ended up overriding again I overrided her recommendation and she kind of said what are you doing I would not do this if I were you I said I don't care she said if you end up having to drop the class which I think you will you are going to get a withdrawal form or letter or whatever on your transcript and all colleges are going to see that you had to drop the course because you couldn't do it I said okay I acted cool calm and collected and then going into high school I was kind of freaking out about it I was really nervous my other teachers had no problem recommending me for whatever classes they did not really care it was just specifically science and so I went in totally freaking out I worked hard in that class but I honestly considering what I was told I would have expected having to work a lot harder I was one of the top students in my class and not only did I finish the year with exactly I could not have asked for anything better in that honors biology course but I went on the next year to take AP bio which was something that I never thought was possible considering what I had been told so I'm so proud of myself for believing in that but where is this tangent going let me tell you I've always been so attached to science after eighth grade because I was told that I couldn't do it and I kind of felt a rush from being able to do it when I finished ninth grade my freshman year of high school with what I wanted and one of the highest grades of my class in biology I was thrilled not just because I had done well but because people had explicitly told me that I couldn't and getting that satisfaction and proving to myself that I could do something that other people thought I couldn't do was just so powerful and I wanted to continue that that being said when I went into my bio class the next year there was definitely you know more pressure but I really honestly liked the class. I really liked the challenge. And I went on to take a bunch of other high-level science classes. And, you know, I really appreciate them. But looking back, I don't know if I appreciated the material, if I actually liked all of those sciences, or if I just liked being able to do it because I was told I couldn't. I think about this a lot. And I was wondering why I was so attached to earth sciences at Dartmouth that is what I wanted to study genuinely um and then not so genuinely as I've you know expressed but I think that I've always wanted to do something environmental like I said I have known that for a while and there have not been many doubts surrounding that like I said I've also known that I wanted to do something with science so for me when I went to Dartmouth and went to look up all the majors whatever the main two options for environmental stuff or I guess majors would be environmental studies which is more of the policy side you have to take economics courses and it's more interdisciplinary so 
Um, I'm sure that there is some science mixed in, but it's it's less sciencey. And then there's earth sciences, which again also pertains to the environment and that you're studying things like rocks, things like glaciology, uh, different patterns with weather and stuff like that. And I was just kind of, you know, before I knew anything about any of the courses or any of the majors at Dartmouth, I just kind of said, okay, well, I'm interested in the environment and I'm interested in the sciences, so I will do earth sciences. Easy enough. And I took an earth sciences class in the fall, which was one of my first classes at Dartmouth. And I, I liked the class mainly because I really like the professor. I'm doing research with him now. He's the best. But that being said, I was not in love with the material. It just did not feel as impactful to me as my high school experiences had. And I was thinking about that. And then I kind of just suppressed it. Like I said, I had a lot going on. And I, you know, spent my time doing a lot of things. I'd not really give myself time to sit down and reflect and figure out what I wanted to do I did not give my intuition really time to sink in and I kind of just kept making excuses and you know telling myself I had somewhere to be or I had something to do or someone to talk to or I was quote giving myself a break by watching a show or you know going to the gym or getting a meal with someone when in reality I feel like if I had taken time to reflect, I would have realized earlier that earth sciences might not be my path. And so I went on to winter term and I took a couple prereqs, prerequisite courses for earth sciences. And that was fine. I just wish I had, you know, I don't obviously regret taking the classes that I did. I think that they all served good purpose to me and I had to take them to realize that earth sciences was not something that I wanted to do in the long run. But I took a chemistry course and a math course. And then in the spring, Dartmouth is a quarter system, so it has four terms every year and you're on for three, if that was not clear. Sorry about that. (laughs) So I was on fall, spring, and winter. And so in the spring, I took an earth sciences course. And again, I really liked the professor. I really liked the kids in the class. It was awesome. We went on a bunch of field trips to really cool places and looked at rocks. But again, it was just not what I kind of expected or envisioned myself doing or studying. And honestly, it was not something I enjoyed that much. It's not something I can say I want to spend the rest of my life doing and I talked last episode about how yeah we all need money to survive but we all want an excess of money to be happy and why do we need an excess of money to be happy when we can just be doing something to make us happy instead so I would want a job a career a way to make a living doing something that I want to even if it means less money in the long run than doing a job that I totally despise So I was thinking about this, this realization I had, why I felt like I had everything, you know, in line in high school at what, age 16, 
and now age 19 I'm like what am I doing I don't I don't really know I feel like I have not felt as purposeful as I have in high school and I think that that's definitely contributed to some of my mental health issues that I experienced this year which I will talk about in a later episode but I just felt so so purposeful and accomplished in high school and being able to write and pass renewable energy legislation and knowing that you're making a difference in so many people's lives people who you know is just not something I can compare anything else to I have not experienced anything like that getting to know that my work will be you know guaranteeing clean air access for thousands of people is so surreal and thinking about the effects that that has on all different types of people too especially marginalized communities it's it's huge clean air access is something that I'm really passionate about and I feel like I've been struggling to you know find something that I can relate to that level of impact in college and the reality is I don't know how I'm going to get that but I want to figure it out so after my realization the other night I kind of realized I want to take more environmental study courses at Dartmouth and it was kind of kind of something I was not taking I guess it was it was more or less intentional I would say it was intentional because I thought I wanted to study something with science and earth science you know has the word science in it but also I would be open to taking an environmental studies class So I, for the fall, will be signing up for more environmental studies classes, seeing how I feel. Because ultimately, the way I felt in high school, I guess, purpose-wise and accomplishment, is how I want to feel for the rest of my life. And I don't know how I'm going to do that, but right now... I'm going to try studying environmental studies and see where that takes me. I was a bit discouraged because, again, not science. And I really I really do enjoy a challenge. I really do enjoy, again, that rush of proving people wrong, you know. But I just really, really appreciated that. And it was something that kept me going when it got hard. And that's okay. I will always love science. I will always have that experience of proving my eighth grade science teacher wrong I will always remember that but I feel like it's time for me to let go of that and not determine my whole life around that so I am very open to embracing environmental studies kind of like I did this year with earth sciences taking courses maybe some prerequisites and yeah just kind of seeing where that goes I worked mainly with policy like I said I worked with legislation in high school and I would love to explore that more but I would also like to explore some other sections of environmental studies so I'll definitely circle back with some with some of that but I'm just feeling 
really grateful that I have this opportunity to, you know, sit back and reflect and connect with my intuition again. And yes, it means a concussion. It means I'm sitting alone in my basement right now with all the lights off talking to you. But it also means that I'm finding myself again and getting to reconnect with myself. And it's incredibly, incredibly hard to do that normally. So being forced to kind of slow down is, you know, a really great opportunity. I think something else that I just want to touch on quickly is that it's giving me a chance to reconnect with a bit of spirituality like I've been saying this happened for a reason the times that I got concussed were very much intentional in what was supposed to happen because it gives me the time and space to kind of reconnect with myself and my surroundings in a time where I felt disconnected and kind of like I said living on autopilot just doing things not really intentionally or intuitively but just because it was easy and convenient and yeah it's a good reminder that you know now that I'm not coming straight out of college and still dealing with all of that change that I have the time and energy to focus on myself to take a step back and just be to write in my journal to meditate to practice affirmations or you know continue to write down things that I want to achieve or that I want to manifest like I said two years ago I wrote down that I would be a tour guide at Dartmouth College before I even got into Dartmouth and now I'm a tour guide at Dartmouth College it's totally crazy how things work and it's easy to forget a lot of these things when we're in high stress situations when we're surrounded by people all the time when we just have other things going on. But the reality is we're always going to have other things going on. Always. It does not matter how busy you are. You can make time for it yourself. And that's something that I kind of realized right before I got my concussion. Or I guess right after you could say. But I had all this time in Vermont. I'm, I'm living in rural Vermont. I have no one to see other than my family. I don't know anyone here yet because we just moved. And... We live in the middle of nowhere. There is really nothing for me to do. And I would still make excuses and not take time for myself by calling friends, by, you know, simulating myself with TV and podcasts and music. And I'm not saying that those things are bad. I'm just saying that to have them all the time is taking away from ourselves and our energy. And again, just very grateful for this whole, this whole reminder that I need to reconnect with myself and my soul and who I am because I found myself through college and you know in the beginning of the summer letting go and kind of forgetting the things that bring me joy and not just joy as an external joy deep down joy within myself and who I am and you know self-care and self-respect are really important And I think that when we take time to honor ourselves and give ourselves time, just like we give our friends time, it is really restorative. So that's enough of me rambling for this chat. But I hope you enjoyed and definitely let me know what you would like to hear more of or what you did not prefer. 
and I hope you have an amazing day. I would definitely encourage you, as this podcast is ending, to take a quick moment, if you haven't already, to visit the link in the show notes or to use your power in other ways to support abortion access in the United States. And on that note, I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Attract and Energize and for taking this time today for yourself. For more of my content, feel free to check out my personal Instagram at alib.03 or this podcast's Instagram at attract.and.energize. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd really appreciate it if you would leave a positive review and share my podcast with friends, family, or on any social media platforms that you see fit. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I'll chat to you soon with another episode of Attract and Energize.